I'd like you to grab your Bibles if you would tonight. I'd like you to go to Isaiah chapter 42. Isaiah 42. I want to speak to you tonight about Jehovah Sabaoth, the commander of angel armies. Really, this could be Lord of the Breakthrough, part two. But I couldn't get away from it. The Lord has just harnessed me in, locked me in, <laughs> headlocked me in. <laughs> he is the head. Amen. Isaiah 42. Are you there? Wonderful. Let's pray together tonight. Amen. Lord, again, we thank you for your beautiful presence in the house, and we thank you for the power of your word. We thank you for the illumination of your word this night, God. Feed us. Feed us, Lord, by your word. Lift us tonight, we pray. I pray, Lord, that you would align us tonight. I pray that you would heal us tonight. I pray that you would correct us this evening. I pray that you would adjust us. You would align us this night, Lord. Baptize us afresh with the Holy Spirit and with fire this night, oh God. Lord, we pray again, and we thank you for releasing us now into our appointed times, our appointed seasons of the Lord. Lord, that you are carrying us on eagles' wings. Lord, that you are renewing us so we are getting younger in your glory. We are getting younger in your glory, more vibrant, God. We are radiant, radiant, Lord, in your presence, God. That you are renewing us to fly and soar like the mighty eagles, that we will run and not grow weary, that we will walk and not faint, God. We will not fall, fall back. We will not faint, Lord, in this hour. For in due season, in Cairo's season, we shall enter into your reward, the harvest of the end of the age, Father. And we thank you that you are hastening us now into that hour and that moment. Lord, come in the power of your word and thunder in this house. Lord, go beyond what I'm going to declare and say and even speak in the natural. But I pray that you would thunder, Lord, in our spirit, that our spirit man would stand at attention and we would receive revelation. We thank you for the spirit of wisdom and revelation upon the house tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. You are Jehovah Sabaoth, the commander of the angel armies. Hallelujah. We need another fresh revelation of our warrior king. Our warrior king. We need a fresh revelation of our warrior king, the son of God. <laughs> the son of man, the son of David, the son of Abraham. I remember the first time, my first trip to Israel, and our team was there, and I was speaking on the Mount of Olives, and I was preaching Zechariah 14 about the Lord's return and the Lord stepping down on the Mount of Olives right where he left from his first time here. <sighs> I'm starting to feel fire up here. Ooh. And I remember when I began to decree who Jesus is, that he is the son of God. 
He is the son of man. He is the son of Abraham. He's the son of David. And I'm telling you, I was uh, a little bit more th thrusting forth than this moment. And our guide for our team literally, I'm not exaggerating, literally about fell over. And he doesn't know Jesus as Messiah yet. <laughs> but he's about to. <laughs> Isaiah 42. Are you there? Isaiah 42. In verse 13. The Lord shall go forth. Like a mighty man, he shall stir up his zeal like a man of war. He shall cry out, yes, shout aloud. See, it's okay for me to do this when the scripture says I'm to get loud. This is, this is not even the amplified translation. This is just the... <laughs> I know, it was so lame. It was so lame. Okay, Lord, don't let me mess this up tonight. It's my first time public speaking. Okay, here we go. <laughs> He's going to stir up his zeal like a man of war. Woo! He's going to cry out. Yes, he's going to shout aloud. He shall prevail against his enemies. Come on, shout an amen in this house tonight. Prevail, it means to prove more powerful over your opposing forces. It means to manifest victory. It means to manifest victory. The Lord's going to prevail over his enemies, and he is going to manifest victory. Do you still believe tonight that Jesus holds all authority and power and dominion? I want to know, do you really believe it? Let your heart be set ablaze. The Lord has not placed his ecclesia, the church that Jesus is building. There is a phony church, ladies and gentlemen, in the earth that's getting flushed down the toilet right now. And I'll give you the Greek and the Hebrew and all that later. But there is a true church that Jesus is building that the gates of hell will never prevail against. It is the prevailing church. It is the triumphant church. It is the victorious church that will manifest victory over all the works of darkness. He didn't just put us here so that we would just go along to get along. He didn't just put us here to tolerate evil or coexist with evil. He put us here with a commission to say, you take care of that, son. Are you with me tonight or am I going to have to run the chairs? We're here to take care of this. He's given us authority. He's given us his name. He's given us his blood. He's done it all. Now he's saying to his ecclesia, you go. And you take care of this. And in the meantime, you let me stir up within you like a mighty man of war. You let me stir up my zeal on the inside of you to deal with the enemy. We need a revelation of the warring king. The warring king. I want you to go to Joshua chapter 3 again. We were here last week. This is a theophany of Jesus. What does that mean? It means before Jesus became flesh. The incarnation means that Jesus became flesh and dwelt among us. That's, that's John 1.14.
In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. That's John 1.1. Then if you go down to verse 14, it says, And the Word became flesh, and He dwelt among us. It means the Word became a living, well, he, I'll say it very simple. The Word became human. Jesus became human. He became touchable, accessible. It was the incarnation. But before the incarnation, there were theophanies or revelations of the Christ in the Old Testament. And this is one of them. And this is one of the most glorious ones. Joshua has this encounter with the Lord. I said to you last week, how do we know it was the Lord? Because anytime angels showed up on the scene and people fell down to worship, the angels said, stop what you're doing. Stop what you're doing. I'm but a fellow worker with you. But that's not what happened in this text. Let's read it together. Look at it. Verse 13, and it came to pass when Joshua was by Jericho, he lifted up his eyes and he looked. And behold, a man, capital M, a man stood opposite him with a sword drawn in his hand. Who is that? It's the mighty man. It's the mighty man of war. He's got a sword drawn. Man, I'm telling you what, I, it's like fire in my bones already. And I'm only to point one. We're going to make it. You're going to be okay tonight. You ready to go for this? I'm not sure. Are you really ready to go for this? I'm ready to go for this. He's got a sword drawn in his hand. Joshua went to him and he said, Ha ha, are you for us or for our adversaries? I'm perplexed. I, I don't understand what's happening. I don't understand the atmosphere. I'm in question. Are you seeing it? I'm in question. Who, who are you? Why are you here? What is your assignment? Are you for them or are you for us? Look at the answer. No. But as the commander of the army of the Lord, I have now come. And Joshua fell on his face to the earth and he worshiped and he said to him, what does my Lord say to his servant? And then the commander of the Lord's army. Who is that? That's the Lord of hosts. That's Jehovah Sabaoth. He said, take your sandals off of your foot. For the place where you stand is holy. And Joshua did so just like Moses did. Right? You remember Moses at that burning bush. He says, that's right, boy. Get on worshiping. Because the place where you're standing is holy. Say Jehovah Sabaoth again with me tonight. Jehovah Sabaoth. Who is that? He's Lord of hosts. Jehovah Sabaoth, he's the Lord of hosts. He's the Lord of angel armies. Jehovah Nisi, who is he? He's the Lord our banner. Jehovah Rapha, he, who is he? He's the Lord our healer. Jehovah Sitkanu, who is he? He's the Lord our righteousness. Jehovah Shalom, who is he? He's the Lord our peace. Well, let's get back to it. Jehovah Sabaoth, he's the commander of of the angel armies. This is powerful because I began this train saying we need a fresh revelation of Jesus in this hour. Yeah, I, I've jokingly said to you before, many people have this, this really sweet, great shepherd vision of Jesus floating around in a white and a, a nice white nightie with a, with a blue sash and his hair is blowing like Brad Pitt. He's just flowing, and he's, and he's just floating along, and he's blessing people. And he's just blessing people, and he's the good shepherd. I'm telling you, there, 
That's beautiful. But there's another revelation that's hitting the earth. There's another revelation that's hitting the church right now. He is a mighty, mighty commander. He is the mighty man of war. His sword is drawn in his hand. His zeal for the nations is burning. His zeal for his people is burning. His zeal within him is alive. Wow. Jehovah Sabaoth. It's one of God's names in the Bible. Jesus rules as the head commander. As the head commander, the chief over vast multitudes of angels, angel armies. Jehovah Sabaoth. I I think I said this to you last, last week. This Lord of hosts, Jehovah Sabaoth, it, it occurs over 270 times in the scriptures. It combines God's personal name, Jehovah, or Yahweh. Say Yahweh tonight. Isn't it beautiful to just say his name? It's beautiful. His name is Yahweh, Jehovah. Then you add Sabaoth, which means host or multitude. So it's Lord of hosts. We have to be confident in this hour. We have to be confident in this hour that the Lord, the commander of the angel armies, is going before the ecclesia. He is still the Lord, our breakthrough. He is still the Lord, our breaker, who is leading us triumphantly. That's why you can be bold in this hour. Come on. That's why you can be bold. You have to see our great shepherd, but also our warrior king going out before the ecclesia. And when you see him going out before you, you will arise and be bold as a lion. Come on, church. The Lord will bring breakthrough for us. The Lord will bring breakthrough for the United States of America. It's not over. Well, that was lame. Three people. It's not over. It's not over. Don't stay attached to virtual reality. Stay in the realm of faith. Hear this tonight. Don't be caught up in virtual reality. He's the God of the breakthrough. Micah chapter 2. Let's go there again this week. Micah 2 and 13. I'm reading out of the New King James Version. The one who breaks open, he's the Lord. The one who breaks open, he will come up before them. They will break out. They will pass through the gate and go out by it. Their king will pass before them. Hallelujah. He's our warrior king with the Lord at their head. Glory to God. What is he doing? He's breaking forth before us to lead us into new territory and new victory. This is a messianic prophecy of the coming of the Messiah, which came in Christ the Lord, the Son of God, the Son of Man, the Son of David, the Son of Abraham. He came as the shepherding king, the divine deliverer. He carries all authority. He is the head. Last week we talked, put it in your notes tonight, Ephesians chapter 1, where God manifested his mighty power when he raised his son from the dead and seated him at the right hand of God. Far above all principalities, powers, rulers, and thrones, right? And he made him to be the head of the church. This is in Colossians 1 as well. 
Jesus was made to be the head of the church. He's still the head of the church. Aren't you glad? He's the head of the church. He's the leader. He's the shepherd of victory. He's the shepherd of victory. Are you getting that? I'm the under-shepherd. He's the great shepherd. He's the high priest. He's the head. Micah chapter 2, verse 13, out of the message translation. we got to read it again. Then I, God, will burst all confinements and lead them out into the open. They'll follow their king, and I will be out in front leading them. Come on, church. I'm going to burst all confinements. I'm going to lead my church out into the open. They'll follow their king. I'll be out in front. See, you got to see this. The king is making his stand now amongst us. He is coming as the mighty man of war in these last days to lead his ecclesia, his church that he's building triumphantly. Come on, church. Give him praise. Come on, give him praise. There has been something very unusual hit the earth. We came into 2020, a brand new era, a brand new decade. These last two years have been bizarre with a capital B. Hello, are you with me? unexplainable. You call it whatever you want with this pandemic. But something bizarre happened to the church. We were easily put in fear and easily duped into confinement and into containment. We were easily duped. We were easily put into fear. We were easily told that we weren't essential and we became compliant and willing to stay home. Now, this is, this is serious stuff, and we have to talk about this, because when the Lord exposes something to us about the church, the Lord is giving us grace so that we can humble ourselves and repent of it. What the Lord reveals is what the Lord longs to heal. What the Lord reveals is what God longs to heal. What He makes open, what He exposes and manifests is that window of opportunity. Leonard Ravenhill was the one who famously said, the window of opportunity must be seized, or excuse me, the opportunity of a lifetime must be seized in the lifetime of that opportunity. When the Lord reveals something to us and gives us window and opportunity to repent, we've got to take advantage of it. Repentance is not a dirty word. Repentance is a beautiful gift. And you don't get grace until you repent. It's just not a free-for-all in the kingdom of God. It requires going through the gateway of the grace of God through repentance. Are you hearing me? Are you with me? God says, I'm going to break all confinement. I'm going to lead them out into the open. They're going to follow their king. And I will be out front leading them. Leading them. Now after two years, what is happening? I'll give you one thing that's happening. Something extraordinary is happening within the body of Christ. I define it, and many others have defined it, by saying, this is the truth, lambs are growing into lions. 
That was good. I, I liked that. That was good. Instead of saying amen, there was a few of you out there. I saw you. Lambs are becoming lions. The nature of the warring king is rising up in the ecclesia. The very character, the very nature of our warring king. And that's going to make even more religious people very nervous. There's been a great divide that's happening in the church. While many are retreating and running backwards, there are many that are running forward like young David. Come on, church, running forward, running forward. We don't make excuses to avoid these battles. We don't make excuses to avoid these battles. The ecclesia has been called into the days of these battles. You were born for this. It's why you're on the earth right now. Come on, church. You were born for this. It's why you're on the earth right now. This is your time. This is your assignment. This is your divine assignment. This is your watch. This is your hour. Arise, shine. Arise and burn. For your light has come. And the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. For even though there's great darkness and deep and gross darkness upon the people, the glory of the Lord shall be radiant. It shall be seen and manifested upon you. I believe there's a greater glory that's going to manifest in this hour. Moses was the one that came down from Mount Sinai. We haven't come to Mount Sinai. We've come to Mount Zion. Hallelujah. He came down glowing and radiating with the presence of God because he was looking Jesus with eyes of fire right in the face. And he became a friend of God. I believe that God is leading us now. Now. Not three months from now. Now. I believe God is releasing the hour of divine verdicts. Write it down. Divine verdicts are manifesting. Divine verdicts. Divine demonstrations of God's judgment. Hear this tonight. God's divine verdicts on nations. God's divine verdicts on leadership. It's happening everywhere, ladies and gentlemen. God's divine verdicts. And it's unescapable. Unescapable. And I'll tell you, it's very sobering. And it's very awesome. We should celebrate the righteous judgments of God. The righteous judgments of God are God's mercy. I have to say that again. It's not you either pray for, for mercy or for judgment. God's righteous judgments are His mercy. You understand that right now, we, we are in a mega wave of the judgments of God in the United States of America. You got quiet. But that's, that's God pouring out His mercy so that we repent and turn from our wickedness. God is still waiting for His people. God is still waiting for His people. To humble themselves and pray, seek his face, renounce their wicked ways, and then he will hear from heaven. He will forgive our sins, he will heal our land. Are you with me tonight? 
Romans 1.18, I didn't give you the scripture tonight in the back, so just stay with me. Romans 1.18, put it in your notes. I said God's releasing his divine verdicts, and I want to give you this tonight. Romans 1.18 says, the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all godlessness or lawlessness and wickedness of people who suppress the truth by their wickedness. Did you catch that? The wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all godlessness and wickedness of people who suppress the truth by their wickedness. Ladies and gentlemen, that is happening right now. It's happening everywhere. And the wrath of God and the judgments of God, the righteous verdicts of God are being poured out. But the good news, hallelujah, it's all good news. I say it's all good news. There is, there is a fire. There is a holy fire. There is a holy anointing. There is a holy mantle that is going to be so visible upon the New Testament church that is in the earth in this hour. I remember being a boy. My mom and dad are watching right now. They watch every single week in Illinois. But I remember a boy, uh, as a boy growing up in their home. And my mom and dad teaching us that the church in the last days is going to be filled with the glory of God. They're going to look just like the church of the book of Acts. We're going out of here in power. We're not going out of here weak and afraid and anemic and asleep. We're going out of here in power and glory and might. Let that Maranatha cry come up out of your spirit tonight. Let it be set on fire within you. Our king is coming. But before he comes, before there's there's an appearing of him in the clouds, there will be an appearing of him through the ecclesia. I'm going to have to run these chairs. Glory to God. I said before there's an appearing of him in the clouds, there's going to be a divine appearing of him through the ecclesia. It's like fire in my bones. I can't apologize for it. I got to go. I got to do this. I'm declaring to you tonight once again, it is breakthrough time and it's now. It's breakthrough time, and it's now. It is now. This is the season and the time for breakthrough. God's timing is our obedience. God's timing is our obedience. And when the ecclesia starts moving as one in obedience to the Lord, we're going to see something we have never seen on planet Earth. There's a new level of anointing. There's a new level of wisdom hitting the body of Christ. There's a whole new level of authority hitting the body of Christ right now. There's a whole new level of strategy being released right now. And this gospel will be demonstrated with signs and wonders following. God will use our little children. He'll use our young people, our teenagers. He'll use you all. This is not restricted to just a generation. No, it is to those who can believe. Hello, whosoever can believe. 
and say yes to God. This is that hour. This is that hour. This is the hour of Jehovah, Jehovah, (laughs) Jehovah, Sabaoth, releasing his authority through the ecclesia. I want to ask you this question again tonight, church. Who can stand against the Lord? Who can stand against the Lord? Are we mesmerized by the stupidity that's going on in America? Oh, I mean, what, what we, think, we think Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer are greater than the Lord's power and glory? We think all the, men, all, all the demonic minions in this administration and in the White House are greater than the glory of God? I'm telling you what, don't let yourself be duped. God's going to have his way. I want to tell you something, folks. I want to, and this is good news. I want to remind you tonight, the Lord, Jehovah Sabaoth, he knows what was stolen from the United States of America. He knows what was stolen from Donald Trump. But he knows what has been stolen from the destiny of the United States of America. And guess what the word says about the thief when he's caught? Oh, somebody knows the word out here. I I can hear it. I can hear a little bit of it. When he's caught, he has to return it sevenfold. I'm going to tell you something, folks. God is not done. The Holy Spirit is still rooting through all the belly of the beast. And it's going to be revealed. It's going to be exposed. It's going to be judged. And we're going to see God's righteous judgments manifest in America. I'm convinced of it. I'm not giving up. I'm not going to be silent. I'm not going to be some pitiful preacher that goes into hiding. And in the fear, I'm going to keep on declaring faith to you in what God's going to do. The Lord wants me to tell you. He needs you to see yourself in a whole new way. He needs you to see yourself filled and possessed by the Lord of the breakthrough. The Lord of the breakthrough. God's plan and design, he moves through men. He moves through women. That's his plan. During tribulation time, he's even using angels to preach out of heaven to the nations to be saved. And it's during the wrath of God being poured out. But while we're here, ladies and gentlemen, he works through his ecclesia. He moves through men and women who will speak his word, declare his word, walk in power, walk in purity, walk in authority, know their assignment, and do the works of Jesus. you got to see yourself flowing in a greater demonstration of the power of the Spirit. Who can stand against the Lord? Who can stand against the Lord? Go to 2 Kings chapter 6. 
2 Kings 6. Elisha the prophet, he's the apprentice to Elijah. Right? He's the apprentice. He's the understudy. He's the young Jedi. Jedi of Elijah. Are you with me? Come on. Do I have some Star Wars fans? Okay, I digress. Back to the scriptures. Here we go. <laughs> They're in the city of Dothan. The city of Dothan. I love this story. This is one of my favorite stories with Elisha. So there he is. He's there with his servant. This Syrian army has now come down to capture Elisha and to destroy him, overtake him. Verse 15 of chapter 6, 2 Kings. Are you there? Come on, are you there? Is it behind me? Do we have scriptures tonight? Are the scriptures showing up behind me? Nope, nothing's coming tonight, guys. Okay, 2 okay, Kings chapter 6, verse 15. Go there. And when the servant of the man of God arose early and he went out, there was an army surrounding the city with horses and chariots. And his servant said to him, Alas, my master, Elisha, look, what shall we do? And so he answered and he said, Do not fear, for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. See, Elisha was connected to Jehovah Sabaoth. He was connected to the commander of the Lord of hosts, the commander of angel armies. Verse 17, read it with me. And Elisha prayed. And he said, Lord, I pray, open his eyes that he may see. And then the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw, and behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. Oh, oh, what? See, in virtual reality, with what was visible to the natural eye, there was an enemy there was a host of army that came from Syria, surrounded the city to come and destroy Elisha. But in the spirit realm and in the unseen realm, and this is where we have to be anchored, church, in these last days. You cannot be anchored and duped in virtual reality. You have to be anchored in the unseen reality of what is happening in heavenly places. He said, oh, Lord, I pray that you open my servant's eyes. And he walked out and he looked. And suddenly what was unseen to the naked eye was now revealed what was in the spirit realm all along. All along, the Lord was there for God's servant, for his choice man, for his Jedi, Elisha. God was there the whole time. And God was showing up saying, yeah, I'm still in charge. Are you hearing this? Are you for us or, or, or are you for them? Are you for us or for no? I'm, no, I'm in charge. I, I, I don't get it. I mean, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean, who are you? I mean, are you for them or are you for us? No, no, no. I'm in charge. I'm here to take over. Joshua, I'm here to take over. Go ahead and just kick off your, kick off your shoes, boys, and learn, learn some real worship. 
Let's get this party started. I'm here to take over. I'm in charge. His eyes were open, and then suddenly he knew, oh my, the Lord is with us. There are more with us than against us. What did Elijah teach Elisha? I submit this to you tonight. The Lord taught Elisha this, the Lord is always with you. Jehovah Shammah, it means the Lord is there. Say it with me, Jehovah Shammah. It means the Lord is there. It means the Lord is with you. Elijah imparted this into, Elijah, into Elisha's life that you never have to guess. You never have to wonder, God, are you with me? Oh, I'm not only with you, I'm your breaker. I'm the one who's going out before you. I'm passing through the gate. Lift up your head and look because I'm about to burst you out of all containment and confinement. They surrounded the city. They surrounded the city. Are you getting this? They surrounded the city. And the Lord, the breaker, shows up, the commander of the heavenly host. He's in charge. I love this. Oh, the story gets better. It's so cool. This is amazing. Elisha says, open the eyes of my servant. And then he says, now close the eyes of my enemies. And the whole army went blind. Are you feeling this? Oh, there's some times I, when I've been in Washington, D.C., I've wanted to give that word. <laughs> you blind guides. I got a word for you. 1 Kings chapter 18. Are we getting our scriptures now, guys? Are, are we good? Or did, we, did the computer crash? 1 Kings chapter 18. In verse 15, and then Elijah said, the Lord of hosts, who is that? That's Jehovah Sabaoth. And the Lord of hosts lives before whom I stand. Put it in your notes tonight. I don't know why the scriptures aren't there, but put it in your notes. 1 Kings chapter 18, verse 15. Then Elijah said, as the Lord of hosts lives before whom I stand, I will surely present myself to him today. What am I getting at? This is Elijah talking, not, not Elisha, Elijah. He's saying, I want to tell you that I know the Lord is always present. He's an ever-present God. He's Jehovah Shammah. He's, the Lord is there. He's with me. And then he goes on. He says, I live before him. I stand before him. See, if you can kneel before God, you won't be afraid of any man. If you can worship before a holy God, you won't be afraid of man. Are you still breathing? Are you still with me? Y'all okay? Eli, Eli, thank you. Elijah was connected to Je Jehovah Sabaoth. I'm telling you tonight, you're connected. You're so connected that he's actually living in you and he's looking out of you at me. The commander of the angel armies is in you. You don't have to guess and wonder, is he really with you? Is he for you? He's already with you. I'll not just be with you. I'll be in you. 1 Samuel chapter 17. 1 Samuel chapter 17. This is David. 
David the shepherd boy running forward to a giant warrior, Goliath, the big mouth intimidator. How many of you remember him? Four of you. Great. It's awesome. Awesome. We're going to do some more Bible studies in the church. I can see it now. The big mouth intimidator, Goliath. David was connected. This, this young shepherd boy was connected to Jehovah Sabaoth. First, first Samuel chapter 17, verse 45. 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 45. And this is what he said. This is how you know that David knew God. You ready? Are you there? Then David said to the Philistine, you come to me with the sword and with the spear and with the javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of angel armies, whom you've defied. Whoa. What is he saying? He has the audacity to say, uh, Jehovah Sabaoth is with me. This guy has no covenant with God. He's an uncircumcised Philistine. Remember? That means he has no covenant with God. Are you tracking with me? He goes out there. He runs at the giant. Runs at the giant. He says, you come to me with a sword, a spear, a javelin. I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts. The God of angel armies whom you've defied. you got to know. My friend, listen, you got to know Jehovah Sabaoth is with you. And he will never forsake you. He will gird you up. He is faithful and true. That is his name. Jesus is faithful and true. Come on, church. Jesus is faithful and true. He's with you. Jehovah Shammah, the Lord is there. The Lord is with me. 2 Samuel chapter 5, verse 10. Put it in your notes if you can't see it behind me. Put it in your notes. Trust me, it's in the book. Just trust me, it's in the book. Come on, you Bereans, put it in your notes. 2 Samuel chapter 5, verse 10. It says, David went on and he became great and the Lord God of hosts was with him. Woo! Did you see that? David went on and he became great and the Lord of hosts was with him. What am I doing tonight? What am I doing right now? A am I just, as a, as a messenger of the Lord, am I just simply romanticizing biblical history? Not on your life. I'm here to tell every one of you men of God. I'm here to tell every one of you women of God, Jehovah Sabaoth is with you. Jehovah Sabaoth is with you. He is the warring king. He's stirring up his zeal. He's stirring up that burning holy fire. And he's going to manifest it in the earth in this hour. Come on, somebody shout an amen. His name is Victory. He is with you. He is with your family. He is with your family. He's with you. He's with victory at church of his presence. He is with you. Those of you online watching right now, he is with you. Isaiah 6. Isaiah 6. Yes, I hear you back there, little voice. Isaiah 6. I want you to look at it. This is Isaiah's encounter, verse 3. He has this encounter and this vision of the Lord. 
He's lifted high. He's high and lifted up. His train is filling the temple. And then he hears seraphim angels. This is awesome. Seraphim angels, and they're crying, holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was, who is, and is to come. The whole earth is filled with his glory. The Lord of hosts. Now, who is this? This is the seraphims. Write it down tonight. The seraphim angels, they're the ones that are called the burning ones. Seraphims are the burning angels. It literally means they are the angels that God made out of fire. They are angel beings of fire. Wouldn't it be awesome right now if your eyes were open, just like Elisha said, Lord, open the eyes of my servants. And every one of us, every one of us began to see angels of fire. Let me tell you another distinction about the seraphim, the burning ones. They're not only angels of fire, they are six-winged angels. They cover the top, they cover their head, they cover their feet. Six-winged angels of fire. What are they doing? They're crying out, holy, holy, holy. Jehovah Sabaoth, Lord of hosts. The whole earth is filled with the glory of the commander of angel armies. Are you hearing this? It was Zechariah the prophet. Zechariah the prophet. Zechariah chapter 4 verse 6. We know it very well. He says it's not by might. He says the word of the Lord that came to Zerubbabel. It's not by might. It's not by power. It's by the, of the Lord of hosts. It's not by might. That means it's not going to come by human ingenuity. It's not going to come by human strength. It's going to come by the power of the spirit. Everything that we need right now will come by the power of the Spirit. Every turnaround that America needs will come by the power of the Spirit. Not by might, not by power. By the Spirit of the Lord of hosts. The Lord of hosts, all throughout Scripture, it says that He is our present defender. You need to declare that over your life. He's my present defender. The Lord defends me. He goes before me. He's he's my rear guard. He surrounds me. He's all behind me. He's above me. He's beneath me. He's everywhere around me. He's my mighty defender. He's my sovereign. He's my God that moves mountains for me. Come on, church. Am I preaching in a a little dead Lutheran church tonight? Where am I? Are you here? Did I tell you about that church I preached in one time? It was so dead. A guy near the back had a heart attack. The EMS team came, and they carried out five rows of people before they found the right guy. And if you don't know that's a joke, I feel bad for you. (laughs) Come on, church. He's Jehovah Sabaoth. He's our warrior king. His name is Victory. Let me give you a couple scriptures tonight. Put them in your notes. And I don't know if they're flashing behind me, but I want to go for it. Psalm 44, verse 5. This is out of the passion. Psalm 44 and verse 5. Out of the passion. Through your glorious name and your awesome power, you can push through any victory and defeat every enemy. Come on, church. Psalm 48, verse 10. The passion. The fame of your name echoes through the entire world. Oh, let me say that again. The fame of your name echoes, echoes 
echoes throughout the entire world. Do you like that effect? That's not even the amplified. A company with praises, your right hand is full of victory. Your right hand is full of victory. I'm reminding us who our God is. I'm reminding us about the mighty man of war who's stirring up his zeal. Who's coming with the sword even out of his mouth that he might even strike down the nations. I hope that was an amen back there. I'm going to believe it was. It sounded close to an amen. I mean, thank you. Even the children are crying out tonight. 2 Samuel chapter 5. I'm moving along. Stay with me. Please stay with me. Are you with me? All right. I felt that. 2 Samuel chapter 5, verse 20. So David went to Belperazim, and David defeated them there. And he said, the Lord has broken through my enemies before me. Notice that. The Lord has broken through my enemies. Where did he do it? He did it before David. Did you see that? He's the Lord, the breaker. He's the one that goes out in front. Do you see that? The Lord went before me. And then watch what he says. Like the breakthrough of water. Oh, I love that. Belperazim, it literally means the Lord of breakthrough. Perazim, the Lord of breakthrough. We talked about this last week, and i got to hit, hit you with it again. What does it mean in Hebrew when, he say, when the Lord says, I'm calling myself the breaker? The Lord, the breaker in Hebrew, it means I'm the one who breaks out. I'm the one who breaks out. It means I'm the one who breaks out and breaks down. I'm the one who breaks up. I'm the one who breaks away. I'm the one who comes and shatters. I'm the one who presses open. I'm the one who breaks it open. Are you seeing it? He says, you'll see me out in front, and you'll follow your king, and you'll see me going before you and making the path clear for you out of containment, out of confinement. I'm the Lord, the breakthrough. How many of you know when the, when the enemy comes in, comma, like a flood, the Lord will raise up a standard against him. When the enemy comes in, comma, like a flood, the Lord will raise up a standard against him. Who is he? The Lord comes through like the breaking of waters. The Lord comes through like the breaking open of the Red Sea. And the enemy comes running into it. And then in a moment, he just backs up his boy Moses and goes. And the sea comes back together, never to see the enemy again. Is, is he still our God? Is he still our God? Or are we being duped by everything we see going on in the nations in America right now? I'm saying, is he still God? Is he still the awesome God? The God who's mighty to save? The mighty God who's able to deliver? The God that's still able to heal? Jehovah Rapha, he's still able to heal people? And he's still able to heal nations?
He's still able to heal nations. Guys, lift your vision higher. Lift your vision higher than just your own little personal space and your own little victory. You got to get pregnant for the victory of America. You got to get pregnant with the victory of nations. The Lord's going to break us out of confinement. I am prophesying to you. He's breaking us out of containment, Bren. The Lord, our breaker, is going before us. We're going to see him out front leading us into victory. We're going there. I'm telling you, we're going there. The shaking is going to get all the more radical. But the ecclesia is going to become all the more powerful. The ecclesia is not going to be confused, Mark. We're not going to be confused. We're not going to be intimidated, Miriam. We're not going to be retreating, Jim. We're not going to be backing up. We'll be running forward, forward, forward. Oh, you come at me with all these natural weapons, all these natural weapons? I'm coming at you with the power of the Lord of hosts. I'm coming to you with the word of the Lord in my mouth. And when the word of the Lord is in your mouth, the Spirit of God will back up your words with signs and wonders and miracles. So I'm rounding third base, and I'm going to slide headfirst into home tonight. Some of you are like, what does that even mean? It's okay. Ask your neighbor when we're done. It's okay. Matthew 28. Our commission and our divine assignment must remain very clear. It has to remain clear. Matthew 28 and verse 18 Matthew 28 and verse 18, and Jesus came and he spoke to them. He says, all authority has been given to me <laughs> in heaven and on earth. Oh, oh where? On, on earth. Jesus, teach us to pray. Jesus, teach us to pray. All right, boys. I want you to pray like this. Father. You're holy. Father, you're holy. Hallowed be your name. Holy is your name. Your kingdom come. You will be done. Where? On earth as it is in heaven. Jesus never would have told us to pray that it would be on earth as it is in heaven if it were not possible. And how's he going to do it? Through the ecclesia. Through every man of God and woman of God right here, those of you watching, those of you listening, maybe weeks from now, that's going to grab a hold of this. Verse 19, go therefore and make disciples of all nations. Make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Teaching them. 
teaching them to observe all the things that I've commanded you. And lo, I am with you always. Who is that? There he is. There's Jehovah Shammah. I'm right there. I'm with you. There I am. I'm right there. I'm with you. Even to the end of the age. Matthew chapter 10. And I'm just about there. Matthew chapter 10 and verse 1. He called the 12 disciples unto himself. He gave them power over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease. Notice that. Remember what we just read? Jesus says, I have been given all authority in heaven and on on earth. The first place we have to go is your heart and your mind has to be renewed right now, church, that Jesus holds all authority. Because if that's not foundation and if that's not bedrock, you can really get in a drift right now in this land of confusion. You can begin to really drift far from your anchor if you don't have this bedrock in your spirit. Jesus holds all authority and power. Everything came forth from him. Everything's going to be received unto him. He's the righteous judge. Every knee is going to bow down and confess Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. You better, you better see it. He holds all authority. Then he says, I'm sending you out, and I'm sending you to heal all kinds of diseases, sicknesses. I'm sending you out to drive out unclean spirits, heal every sickness and disease. Down, jump down to verse 7 and 8. And as you go... Preach, saying, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. It's it's happening now. Now. When it looks like everything is in total upheaval. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Go out now and heal the sick. Cleanse the lepers. Raise the dead. Cast out demons. Freely you have received. Freely give. Freely you have received, freely give. I've said this to our church before. And if you've not heard me say it, I want you to write it down. Write it in your spirit. You learn how to give by receiving. You learn how to give by receiving. You learn how to give love by receiving love. You learn how to give mercy by receiving mercy. You learn how to give grace to people by receiving grace from the Lord. Let me take it to a whole nother level. You learn how to give power by receiving power. And you don't get power unless it's bestowed upon you from above. It doesn't come because you come through a line and everybody slapped you on the forehead. I don't know why you guys liked that word so much, but okay. It doesn't come because you've come through a line and everybody smacked you on the forehead. Now that's what we're used to. It comes by quality time with God, quality time with Jesus, getting before the burning man, Jehovah Sabaoth, the commander of the Lord's angel armies. 
and letting him impart to you courage. Because when he gives you courage, you'll be able to give courage. When he gives you supernatural boldness, you'll be able to give supernatural boldness. When he gives you comfort, you'll be able to give comfort to others. So now we're going to close Psalm 46 out of the passion tonight. I hope it shows up behind me. Psalm 46. Come on. Let's, let's just let's give a round of applause for that tonight. There it is. Thank you, media team. Love you guys. I don't know what happened back there. A lot of times when it gets raining around here, it, we go, <laughs> but there's no rain tonight. But there's rain inside. <laughs> there is rain in here. R-E-I-G-N. I'm in Psalm 46, and here's where we're closing. This is the closer. This is the closer tonight. Are you ready? This is the, how, let's go back to baseball. How many of you know what the closer is? That closer pitcher. He's coming up to the mound. Ha <laughs> ha. He's rolling the ball in his hand. He's feeling that mitt. Here comes the closer. Are you ready? God, you're such a safe and powerful place to find refuge. You're a proven help in time of trouble. More than enough, always available whenever I need you. So we will never fear, even if every structure of support were crumbling away. We will not fear even when the earth quakes and shakes, moving mountains and casting them into the sea. For the raging roar of stormy winds and crashing waves cannot erode our faith in you. Somebody say amen. God has a constantly flowing river whose sparkling streams with joy and delight bring joy and delight to his people. His river flows right through the city of God most high into his holy dwelling places. Who's that? That's you and me. His river flows right into the city of God most high into the holy dwelling places. God is in the midst of the city, secure and never shaken. At daybreak, his help will be seen with the appearing of the dawn. When the nations are in uproar with their tottering kingdoms, God simply raises his voice and the earth begins to disintegrate before him. Here he comes, the commander. The mighty Lord of angel armies is on our side. The God of Jacob fights for us. Look, everyone. Come and see the breathtaking wonders of our God. For he brings forth ruin and revival. He's the one who makes conflicts end through the earth. That's right. Breaking and burning every weapon of war. Surrender your anxiety. Church, church, surrender your anxiety. Church, friend, new friend, surrender your anxiety. 
Be still and realize that I am God. I'm above all the nations. It's awesome, isn't it? I'm above all the nations. And I am exalted throughout the whole earth. Here he stands. The commander, the mighty Lord of angel armies is on our side. The God of Jacob, he fights for us. I'm aware that the Lord is here. He's here. The Lord is here. We sing a song, let us become more aware of your presence. Let us experience the glory of your goodness. I'm telling you, the Lord is here. He's been here all night. He's the one who walks amongst the candlesticks in heaven. And when we gather, he's the one that walks amongst the candlesticks in the earth, filling us with fresh oil. He's here. The Lord is here. He's the Lord of hosts. He's the Lord, our breaker. He's the commander of the angel armies. I want you to stand tonight. Thank you, Lord. Cody, if you come. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Lord, you're here. Father, I thank you that your word empowers us. Your word corrects us, adjusts us. Your word brings us into alignment. And Lord, as I've tried to stay right in step with you, synchronized, right in rhythm with you tonight, Lord, I thank you that your word is washing people and empowering people with faith tonight. Lord, light the fire of our faith within us. Open up our spiritual eyes. Open up our spiritual perception tonight. Open up our spiritual vision tonight, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Can we just lift our hands to the Lord Let's just lift our hands and receive tonight and banner the Lord and thank Him that He is going out before you. He's going out before you and He's breaking you and your family out of containment and confinement. He's breaking you out of containment and confinement. He's the Lord your breaker. He's the Lord your breaker. He's the Lord your breaker. He's breaking you loose. He's breaking you forth with fresh joy. Fresh joy, fresh vigor. He's renewing your, your youth like the eagle. You are getting younger, my friend. You are getting younger. You are getting more vibrant. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's happening. It's happening. The enemy cannot steal your inheritance. It is yours. The Lord is going before you. And the gates of hell will not prevail against you. The Lord is saying that to you, not Brian. The gates of hell will not prevail against you. 
Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Lord of the breakthrough. Hey. Just say it. Lord of the breakthrough. the breakthrough <laughs> oh yeah glory to Jesus glory to Jesus glory to Jesus glory to Jesus Lord we speak breakthrough over Florida tonight we speak breakthrough over Governor Ron DeSantis Casey their staff Lord we speak breakthrough over our great forerunner state. Our forerunner state will fulfill its prophetic destiny. The glory of the Lord will hit our state and the eyes of the earth will behold it. The harvest of the age is coming. It's coming now. It's coming now. Lord of the breakthrough, hey, hey. Lord of the breakthrough we speak breakthrough Lord over Washington DC over the Supreme Court over our Congress the Senate come with a purging fire Lord and deliver us from evil come with a purging holy fire and cleanse us from evil our ushers to come if our ushers would come quickly I want to serve the people if you need an offering envelope tonight I'd like you to lift your hands high so that we can serve you if you need an offering envelope tonight come on Shane come on buddy if you need an offering envelope just lift your hand high you can give on our app tonight our victory FLA app you can give at VictoryFLA.com. If you're online right now, you can give right there at VictoryFLA. Feels good up here, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Go ahead. Shane's going to bring some announcements, and I'm going to pray over the offering. Ooh, what a night. So we got a family house fire tomorrow at 3.30. We can RSVP by either texting the church or talking with Cody and Sandra. And remember our fast unto the Lord is coming up April 3rd through the 9th. Prayer will be every night here from 6.30 to 8. And I highly recommend that you show up to that. But at least majority of the nights, it's so refreshing and so empowering. It really helps you through the fast. But also it, it builds the corporate anointing too for breakthrough. Also remember our Resurrection uh, Sunday service, which will be at Ken Thompson Park. Uh, April 17th at 8 a.m. And for those who are wanting to be baptized at Resurrection Sunday service, there's a sign-up on our website or there's a sign-up over there on the info table, the info table right at the beginning. Oh, sorry, right at the front of the foyer. 
And then there's also a mandatory class to attend on Saturday, April 16th at uh, 4.30 in order to be baptized. So don't forget that. Resurrection Sunday is coming. Hallelujah. Guys, you want to join us Saturday night before Resurrection Day? Saturday night. And then on Sunday morning, we're having our sunrise service. And was that at 8 a.m., Shane? Yeah, we, we pushed it back this year to 8 a.m. just to help everybody to get out there. We get it. We get it. We all really get it. So it's going to be at 8 a.m. We're going to be doing our water baptismal out there at the ocean. And I had several tonight tell me they're going to be baptized on Resurrection Sunday. It's going to be powerful. Powerful. We, we're, we're going to be baptizing children. We're going to be baptizing couples. It's going to be a blast. So you want to join us for the sunrise service? It's going to be amazing. And as Shane said, there is a mandatory class that Saturday before. And um, it's mandatory because it's revelatory. <laughs> it's revelatory. So you want to be a part of the class. It's going to be powerful. And if you've not been water baptized, I do encourage you. Sign up in the foyer. Doug's out there tonight. Doug and Eric, I see you guys. You can go right out there. You can sign up tonight for water baptism. Hallelujah. Amen. You ready to give? Father, thank you for the great privilege of giving and advancing your kingdom. We call forth the expansion of your kingdom, Lord, through our lives and upon our finances, Lord, the finances that you've given it. 100% of our finances belong to you. We honor you in the tithe. We honor you in our offering. God, we honor you in our building fund, our miracle building fund, and we call it forth, Lord. We call it forth to manifest. Oh, Lord, we thank you. You are going before us. You're the Lord of the breaker. You're going before us. You're going to break us out of containment, out of confinement, out into the open, Lord. And we thank you for our miracle campus in Jesus' name. And, Lord, over all the people of God, we pray now, God, your prosperity, you just open up the heavens and rain down blessing upon blessing upon blessing upon their lives that there is not room enough to contain it, Lord. We speak abundance over you tonight, abundance. Lord, you delight in the prosperity of your servants. And we pray for increased business in Jesus' name, increased opportunity, every chain severed of poverty and lack be severed off of your life over, over your generations over your children your grandchildren that they would walk in the prosperity of the Lord and they would have joy and that they would be joyful givers ha 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 glory amen go ahead ushers prayer team if you would go ahead and prepare yourself Kathy, if I could get one of those from you too, that would help. Thank you. Yeah. It's been a powerful night. It's been a powerful, powerful night.
these altars we thank you that you're here to break and sever the chains spiritually mentally physically you're here to heal minds we pray tonight in the name of Jesus I just decree the healing of minds in the soulish realm places of imagination places of the memory that they are cleansed and restored and healed Lord, I decree tonight again, every afflicting, tormenting spirit has to bow its knee and go from the people of God in Jesus' name. Receive it right now. Receive it right now. No more anxiety. No more anxiety. No more fear. No more panic. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Prayer team, if you'll come, just ready yourself. Tonight, if you want prayer for anything, anything at all, we want to pray for you, and we're ready to pray for you. We are ready to pray for you tonight. There's going to be miracles right here tonight. Let's just come together, guys. Here we go. There's going to be miracles. Lord, we just thank you. We consecrate the altar unto you, Lord. It is set apart. It is holy unto you. And we thank you for it tonight in Jesus' name. I bless you, church. In the name of the Lord, have a miracle, miracle week. He's the Lord of the breakthrough. He's the Lord of hosts. He's the Lord of angel armies. Amen. Amen. Let's give him praise one more time. Come on. You need prayer tonight. Come. Good night, everybody.